Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You might be asking yourself, why is there a blockbuster photo on the screen right now? Well, that's because on today's NBA Now by Chat Sports, we're diving into five blockbuster trades that could happen at the NBA trade deadline this season. I'm Nick Roloff of NBA Now, and before we dive into some of these crazy trades, I want y'all to share the video. I want to push this video out to as many NBA fans as possible, and the best way to do that is sharing this video. So click the share button, select the Twitter icon, click post to Twitter, and what you can do is tag me, Roly at Nick underscore Roloff on Twitter, and you will get a shout out on the next show here at NBA Now. So help us out, help you out, share the video today. All right, let's dive into it. In blockbuster trade number one, the Los Angeles Lakers go all in and trade for Zach Levine in February. They give up D'Angelo Russell, Rui Hachimura, and Torian Prince alongside a 2026 unprotected first-round pick and a 2028 lottery-protected first-round pick. And by the way, just a quick disclaimer, I came up with all these trades, and all the money works, by the way, as well. So if you hate the trade, you can come at Roley in the comment section. But the question is, do the Lakers swing big this season? They're coming off the in-season tournament championship, hanging a banner, and they could use a consistent third score. Obviously, you got LeBron and Anthony Davis. Austin Reeves has been good at times, and D'Angelo Russell has also had a good season. But do they look for a more volume score at that third role to potentially take pressure off Austin Reeves, who can be now the fourth scorer, and Anthony Davis, who tends to be inconsistent? But first, I want to look at D'Angelo Russell here because he's actually had a pretty decent campaign so far this year. And I want this to be on the record, by the way, is that at the time of this filming, these are what the stats are. So if you watch this video and these stats aren't updated, please don't come shoot me in the comment section. But anyway, D'Lo has been able to do some good things this year. The efficiency from beyond the arc is intriguing. The question with the left-hander is always going to be his mentality and his defense. Is he going to give you the effort that you require to be able to win basketball games? That's the thing that has always held D'Angelo Russell back from being an elite player inside the NBA. And from the Bulls' perspective, do they take the three players, two decent wings and D'Lo alongside a couple first-round picks? I talked to our Bulls guy here at Chat Sports, and he said because of the first-round picks, he is actually in on this trade. So let me know down in the comment section, will the Lakers, arguably the team that has been rumored surrounding Zach Levine the most, 
Will they trade or should they trade for Zach Levine? Type Y for yes, type N for no. Let me know in the comments section. Number two on our blockbuster trades is one of my favorites here that I cooked up in the Warriors, who are off to a rough start, 10 and 13 through 23 games, like I said at the time of filming. They have had some issues with Andrew Wiggins. And in this trade, they get OG Ananubi, Otto Porter Jr., they give up Andrew Wiggins, Moses Moody, and two unprotected first-round picks. And listen, could this be the end of the Warriors dynasty, the end of their run? Who knows? But I know one thing. If Golden State wants to contend for a championship this season, they need to move off Andrew Wiggins because he has been downright abysmal this upcoming season, or this season, I should say. And if you just compare Andrew Wiggins to the wing they would be getting in this trade, OG, well, there really isn't much of a comparison. They both get the same amount of rebounds. The assist numbers don't really move me whatsoever, but OG is giving you three points more a night while giving you way better efficiency, 46.8% from the field compared to Wiggins' 41, and then also Ananubi shooting 12% better from beyond the arc. And the question is, like, when the Warriors were at their best, right, to win that championship three years ago, Wiggins was phenomenal in that series, which is why they were able to defeat the Boston Celtics. So they need that wing presence alongside Dre, Clay, and Steph. And Anobi can bring that. He's going to be a better defender than Andrew Wiggins. He's a better shooter than Wiggins. And I think he fits them perfectly. Isn't going to ball hog. The only other question to ask ourselves is Moses Moody and two unprotected first-round picks alongside Andrew Wiggins enough for the Raptors to move off Ananobi? I think it is, and the reason why, he has a player option coming up this offseason, and he's only getting paid $19.9 million under this current contract. I expect OG to opt out and try to get a bigger deal on the open market, so maybe the Raptors do value these assets coming in since they might lose him in the summer anyways. Three more trades to get to, but I got to give a shout out to my favorite sponsor that we have here at NBA Now, which is Factor Meals. And you can get the number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service at 50% off with NBA Chat 50. Cross meal prepping off your list this holiday season with Factor. Skip the meal planning, grocery shopping, chopping, prepping, and cleaning up. Get Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals delivered straight to your door. They're ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. And the best part about it, they're healthy for you as well. Calorie-conscious options over the holiday seasons that don't skimp on flavor. Delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per, per serving. Does it get any better than that? So head to factormeals.com slash NBHat50 and use code NBA Chat 50 to get 50% off. That's code NBA Chat 50 at factormeals.com slash NBA Chat 50. Get 50% off this holiday season. All right, number three on our blockbuster trade list. The New York Knicks make a little bit of a splash move and get a fourth score or maybe their third score. They get Bojan Bogdanovic from the Horrible Detroit Pistons, by the way. And when I say horrible, I mean, it's hard to imagine a worse basketball team at all. But the Pistons receive Evan Fournier, which is really just there to match salaries. The Pistons then get a first-round pick that is top 10 protected this upcoming draft. 
from the Knicks, but originally coming from the Mavericks, so you expect that to convey since the Mavericks are top four in the Western Conference. And you also get a pair of second-round picks, their own second-round pick, back from New York in this draft, and they also get a second-round pick in next year's draft from the Brooklyn Nets. But the Knicks absolutely need another scorer. Julius Randle, he's been good at times. He's been horrible at times. He's very inconsistent. Same thing can be said for R.J. Barrett. So they need to get Jalen Brunson some more consistent help, and there is no one more consistent offensively than Bogdanovich. Well, over the last three and four seasons with Utah and Detroit, he has been phenomenal. And I didn't include this season because he just returned from an injury and he's only played in four games. But as you see over the past four seasons, he is a model of consistency from beyond the arc and really just scoring the ball in general. He's always shooting 44, 45% from the field. He's always eclipsing that 38, 39% three-point mark and scoring 17 a night at bare minimum over the past four seasons. Bojan Bogdanovich, one of the most consistent scorers in the NBA. You can slide him in at that power forward position or maybe move RJ to the two. I don't know what the Knicks want to do with their starting lineup. Quentin Grimes has been replaced by DiVincenzo in the starting five. Maybe they move RJ to the two, Bojan to the three, let Julius Randle cook at the four when Mitchell Robinson comes back in about 10 weeks or so at that center position. Maybe Bojan Donovich could be a guy that heads to New York at the trade deadline. I want to make sure you guys are subscribed, though, because the more subscribers here on Chat Sports from NBA Now videos equals more NBA content. I mentioned the trade deadline. We'll have you covered better than anyone else on the YouTube space. So join the channel today and make sure you don't miss a beat of the latest NBA trade rumors. All right, blockbuster trade number four. The Bulls are featured on this trade again, and this one is the most enticing and I think fair deal out of the five that I cooked up. The 76ers, who have surprised most of us by having the third best record in the Eastern Conference thus far, get DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso while giving up Tobias Harris, two of their own unprotected first round picks in 26 and 28, and then the 2029 first round pick they received from the Clippers in the James Harden deal. And you might ask yourself, is it worth giving up three first-round picks? It absolutely is, because when you look at the Bulls duo, you're going to get a lot of good things. DeRozan, an experienced scorer that can just dominate the mid-range, get to the rack. He's actually improved his three-point shooting a little bit. I'm not completely sold on it just yet, but he has shown the ability to at least catch and shoot a couple times this season. And how about Alex Caruso, one of the best perimeter defenders in the entire NBA. He's also up to scoring this season in 20 games, played the nine and a half points while shooting 46% from three. That is very, very good. And the reason why I think the three first round picks given up by Philly would be worth it to acquire this duo is how tough the 76ers would actually be. Thinking of, think of a closing lineup. Just, just walk with me here. Maxi Caruso in the backcourt. DeMar DeRozan, Joel Embiid. And then you could slide in maybe Robert Covington at the four, whatever wing they want to throw in there. Uh, hello, that gets defense, that gets scoring. You obviously have the reigning MVP in Embiid. That 76ers closing lineup slash that roster, if they just moved on from Harris and acquired Caruso and DeRozan, I think that would rival the Celtics in Bucks roster in the Eastern Conference. And maybe Philly could finally get out of the hole they've been in where they've not been able to get past the second round in the NBA playoffs. That team would be good. And if you're the Bulls, 
I think you'd be willing to do it for three first-round picks, including two of them unprotected from Philly in three or four seasons. Number five, probably the least blockbuster trade in terms of name, but it could also be argued this would be one of the most impactful out of the five that I named because the Mavericks get Nick Claxton, the center, from Brooklyn. They only give up Rashawn Holmes, one unprotected first-round pick in 26, and then a 2028 second-round pick via the Miami Heat. And Nick Claxton is one of the more interesting centers in the NBA because he's one of your throwback centers that doesn't really stretch the floor but is just elite at rim protection and finishing around the rack. One negative of Claxton, he has been sidelined with some injuries throughout the season, but 11.7 points per game, two and a half blocks. I'm also old enough to remember when Nick Claxton was a Defensive Player of the Year candidate just a year ago. Well, that was before Katie and Kyrie left the Nets. It's almost like, oh, their national media relevance went away, so so did his depoy bid. I hate that it works that way. But the issue with Claxton, to me, is his free throw shooting. It's the only negative with him as long as, well, he also doesn't have a jump shot. But the problem is he might be able to play hack a Claxton down the stretch of big games. But why would the Mavericks do this with how good Derek Lively has been this year, the rookie out of Duke? Well, he is just a rookie, and they don't have a lot of experience in the front court. So you move Lively to the bench, allow him to play more of a limited role, be the energizing buddy off the bench at center, let Claxton certify that front court defense, which has held the Mavericks back over the last three or four seasons. And you mentioned Kyrie, Luka, that high-powered offense with Claxton manning the defense on the other side. Also, Claxton might up his offensive game working the pick and roll with Luka. That makes them one of the toughest teams to beat in the Western Conference. So we went through five trades. I want to know which one was your favorite. Was it number one where the Lakers get Zach Levine for D'Lo, Hachimura, Prince, and a couple first-round picks? Was it when the Warriors get Ananubi, Otto Porter Jr. for just Wiggins, Moody, and two unprotected first-round picks? Was it Bojan Bogdanovic heading to the Big Apple for Fournier, a first-round pick, and a pair of seconds? Maybe it was that Philly trade where they get DeRozan and Crusoe for three first-round picks and Tobias Harris. Or was it the last one we just mentioned where the Mavericks get the center, Nick Claxton, who, by the way, is a free agent coming up this offseason. I assume he will be highly coveted if he hits the open market for Rashawn Holmes, a first-round pick, and a second. Let me know, one, two, three, four, or five. And also, follow me on Twitter. If you want more NBA analysis, I tweet about the NBA every single day. So give me a follow over on the Bird app, at Nick underscore Roloff.